0: Hey loves my name is Afani and this is the Afani Be Gentle podcast. So where have I been? The last couple months have been crazy. I mean your girl is a college graduate y'all. So much of my audience were not aware that I was in college or I'm technically still in college because I truly believe that you can never learn too much so this is my college journey where i'll walk you through some of my do's and don'ts for college some things that i've learned along the way some of my regrets as well as some of the things i wish i knew sooner if you guys weren't aware i started my college journey 11 years ago i graduated from high school in 2011 and was accepted to schools such as Penn State, Prairie View, Texas Southern, to name a few. However, because of the distance, my mom wasn't too keen on me going to another state to attend college, especially if that college was on the east coast because I would pretty much be over there by myself. So I ended up just staying in California, going to a community college not too far from home. I wanted to go to school for law initially, but I also wanted to explore other options because that's what you do in college. You explore other options. So I took a few elective courses just to get accustomed to the school system. I knew I had to take a foreign language. So my first semester, I took French class, which I thoroughly enjoyed. During my second semester, I took Spanish class, which was where I met my sweetheart. I started taking other courses which were aligned with the radiologic technologist. Um, I didn't really fall in love with that field of work to be honest, especially because of the amount of science courses I would have to take and eventually started working. um, I put school on the back burner. I was just like, you know what, I got to take a break from school and see what the world has to offer me. So that's what I did. After working a couple of years at jobs that I knew wouldn't make me happy in the long run, I decided to have a child, get married, move to another state, buy a house, and eventually return to school. I waited until my son was in school so I would be able to build my schedule around his because he was my main priority and I never wanted him to feel neglected when I was attending school. I started to take a deep dive into the field of psychology where I found my passion. If you guys haven't already realized, I am basically my friend's therapist. When they are experiencing a hard time or they feel like they just need a listening ear while getting sound advice, they call me. So it only made sense that I became a certified psychologist. Prior to finding this field of work, I had never really found anything that interested Me in, you know, in school, um, other than writing in law. My sweetheart literally calls me an English teacher because if you write a paper, an article, a book, a movie, or a TV show, I would be the one to call to edit it or to even rewrite it. I'm the one you call when you have a story that you want to be told. Shit, I'm the one that has the stories to be told. I have so much love for literature which began when I was in middle school where I actually won the Future Writer Award for my literary pieces, however I couldn't see myself writing for work because I truly believe that my best pieces are born when I write for passion and fun. Plus, I took a few English courses in college and child I dreaded them damn courses like I could not stand my English teachers from my previous college. There are some courses that i just feel like should be taught by people who truly enjoy their work and english as well as history are two of those courses after i began to take a deep dive into the psychology field i decided that i wanted to launch a business which i know some of you were like How the hell do those two pertain to each other or correlate with one another? But from what I've learned taking these psychology courses, once you understand how the brain works and what gets people to tick, you also begin to understand what makes people interested in things. I knew that I would have quite a journey in school if I wanted to become a psychologist and get my doctorate in the field. And I also knew that I had a little boy who depended on me. So I launched Gentle Beauty, which is where, you know, I hand make cosmetics and really just feel good about it. And if you're interested in any of that stuff, you can definitely check Gentle Beauty out at www.gentlebeautyibg.com. You know, my little shameless plug. I have such a dream for both my businesses and my degree to become implemented into one large something that the world has never seen before i just knew i had to tackle both of them at the same time it took me about a year and a half for me to graduate with my degree in psychology which i was able to walk the stage with my sweetheart. very very monumentous moment for us because i mean who all can say like yeah i graduated with my husband we took a hiatus from school we came back who, who can say that? Not a lot of people. So we both graduated with our matching degrees. We both have degrees in psychology. Shout out to us. And he really gave me the push that I needed. Although I still have a long way to go with my psychology degrees, I have decided to put a pause on that degree so I can complete another degree, which I'll tell you guys about at a later time. But I'm pretty sure if you guys know me, then you guys should know which genre that degree would be in. There are so many things that I've learned about college and how easy it can truly be if you have the proper guidance. So here are my list of do's and don'ts, as well as some of my little stories about how I came up with these do's and don'ts for you to make it to your college graduation. So the first one is do take online classes. I know a lot of people are like I have to sit in a classroom to learn but when I tell you that some courses are much easier to take when you're working on your time it truly made a difference in my college experience classes such as history or English those are classes that I feel like you can just take online you just fit them into your schedule for my classes especially when taking classes online they give you a due date and projects to work on which makes it much easier for you to build your work-life schedule around. You can read the material at any time from your phone, from your iPad, from your tablet, from your laptop, from anywhere. Reference it as many times as you would like prior to submitting your assignments by the due dates and connect with other classmates or your professor for a clarification just by sending a simple email within the system. It's truly that easy. All the while still going to work and spending time with your friends and family because the amount of time that you would have spent in a classroom, you can only, you know, you can now spend it from the comfort of your bed at the end of the day. Do get a planner. I never thought that this was like a key thing but i really think that getting a planner and being organized is 100 percent a way to make it through college so get a planner i don't care if it's a mobile planner a physical planner a planner on your wall a planner on your table a planner in your kitchen on your alexa i don't care what it is get a planner and put everything in there when tests are due when assignments are due projects are due online forums, quizzes, anything related to school, put it in that planner and get into the habit of checking it daily. Don't wait until the last minute to turn in assignments. This one is huge and I'll tell you a story about this. So I had a project for one class and I completed it late as hell. Like it was late in the night. It wasn't late when it was due, but it was late in the night And so I told myself, like, you know what? I'm too tired. I'm just going to submit it tomorrow. And so the next day came. And, um, of course, tomorrow was the due date. The next morning, I woke up. I went about my day. And later on that night, I tried to turn in the project. And the freaking system just crapped out on me. It was not accepting my format for my project. And I had to wait until the next day to fix it and turn it in. Now, luckily... The professor gave me full points for it because this was my first time missing a deadline or ever having a late assignment. And I was really gracious that she did that because if she hadn't did that, I would have taken a huge hit to my grade because that project was worth a full letter grade. So trust and believe me, I never did that shit again. Like I was on it. I made sure that I wrote down all my deadlines in my phone and in my iPad to make sure that I stuck to my deadlines. And I even started working on projects early to make sure I accomplished them early. I completed them early and I turned them in early so that would never happen to me again do stagger your classes do stagger your schedule now if you're taking online um, courses you do have the option of taking accelerated courses i took majority of my courses were accelerated and if you can keep up with the course load i highly suggest you stagger your courses so i'll explain what an accelerated courses is a course is so typically let's say a semester is 18 weeks long An accelerated course is typically half of that. So it would be about, you know, nine, nine weeks long. The, instead of doing one, um, discussion post and one project or one assignment or one test a week, you will be doing two. You would just literally condense all of that into a shorter amount of time. And honestly, it sounds like a lot, but it's a lot easier than you think. So now bear with me while I explain what I mean by staggering your courses. So if a semester again is 18 weeks, I would try my best to take at least 12 units per semester. Sometimes I would take more, sometimes um, I would take maybe a little bit more, but it would always be a minimum of 12 units per semester so I can get it done with. So if you're ever taking between 12 and 18 units per semester while being a mom, or a dad while being a husband or a wife while being um a student or you're working whatever it is you know sometimes we have to take courses for work whatever it is baby you know that that sleep is not your friend you are not gonna see sleep much so if you decide to take for example 15 units the first nine weeks you should take two accelerated courses and one full semester course. Now, you would be taking three courses at a time. Again, that's two accelerated courses the first nine weeks of that 18 weeks and one full semester course that would start at the beginning of the semester and end at the end of the semester. That's only one of those you're taking. Um, That way, the time... You know by the time the first two courses the accelerated courses that you're taking by the time that final comes around you'd be taking two finals and a midterm so you only have to study for two finals and a midterm and then come week 10, which would be the start of your other two accelerated courses, you would start two more accelerated courses while still taking that one full semester course. Now, if you're not good at math or if you're not good at science, I would suggest having the full semester course be a math or a science course course and if you're good at english and history then i would suggest you would take like an elective course and then you would take um an english course at once in the beginning of semester and then a history course and then another elective course at the end of the semester and that's how you would stagger your um, classes that way by the end of the semester you're only taking Um, three finals instead of five total finals. This just breaks up the course load and makes it more manageable. That way, like I said, you would only be having to take, you know, take three finals at the end of the um, semester. You would only have to keep track of three due dates instead of five this made scheduling classes and keeping track of each assignment or a test or a quiz or a discussion or a column or anything that i have to put in to the system for school and get graded on much easier and made college feel like a breeze i have never had a good college experience until I came to this school and I learned to stagger my classes. So make sure you also, this is a huge tip as well, do ask for help. I know so many people are too prideful to ask for help from their peers, but sometimes your peers can really explain things better for you so you can understand like the the professor might put something online and then you're reading it you're like I don't get it and then you hit up one of your peers and they're like oh yeah they you know you do it like this you do it like that and then it's like oh duh why didn't they just say it like that you know so um you know sometimes especially when you're taking like an English class you have to do peer reviews and sometimes those peer reviews can be kicking your butt but you learn so much if your peers can't understand what you're saying your professor will be confused as well so ask a friend or a family member to read over something before you submit it because just because you get a passing grade doesn't mean that's the best grade you could have gotten now there are a few times towards the end of you know the uh, end of the year or end of, towards graduation where I was just so happy to get a passing grade and now mind you my happy to get a passing grade is like a B maybe a low B but a B okay um but still I know I could have pulled off an A if I had submitted my best work instead of my passing work sometimes you just get tired or you're exhausted or you're just lazy towards the end you just want it to be over with so you just submit anything don't do that I'm not gonna lie at graduation I was a little bit pissed I didn't get summa cum laude because trust and believe I could have done it. I really could have done it, but I know for now, like from now on, I will be striving to achieve that rank for the rest of my academic career because that's a goal of mine to get summa cum laude, okay? So do go to school of your choice. Never let anyone talk you out of going to the school that you want to go to, even if the shit is in Jerusalem. I don't care if the shit is in Jerusalem and your family is, you know, at the middle of the equator go to the school of your choice don't have any regrets about it like do not regret regret going to the school of your choice this is a big one because it really like i don't know something about going to the school that you want to go to it makes you want to push yourself even harder because like damn i got into the school now let me make myself proud that's just like something that i kind of regret family will always be there And you can always travel back and forth uh, but make sure you go again go to the school that you feel will best suit your needs and truly help you grow academically a school that will challenge you mentally and academically and let's be honest sometimes it even may challenge you emotionally because you're so far away from family but you know however that school may be the best choice for you because it will help you grow to become the independent adult that you need to That you need to be in order to achieve your academic goals sometimes being away from family gives you the push you need to succeed and that's like that's for real i know my mom didn't mean any harm by not really encouraging me to go to my top pick school which was penn state however sometimes in the back of my mind i wish i did Because I would have been able to have the true college experience going out partying and pledging and all that good stuff that you experience when you're attending college for the first time. But I will say without her, I would have never stayed in California where I would have never met my sweetheart and I would have never had Chandler. So it was a blessing that I was able to stay and still go to a community college. But I still wish kind of like I was able to achieve my academic goal at the university that I wanted to however I was still able to achieve my academic goal which was to graduate from college but it just wasn't the way that I saw it playing out but again everything happens for a reason one of my biggest words of advice is to wait to fall in love I know a lot of people date in college and sometimes get married in college but my advice would be sometimes a relationship Can be one of the biggest distractions in your academic career, and it can really hinder you from achieving your goals when it comes to school. When I met Clifford in college, I was taking courses and I was making it through my courses, doing what I needed to do to get pretty decent grades, but I was just no longer focused on school. I literally sat, him and I, literally sat in the car one semester and slept through all of our finals because. We were just so exhausted of being like wrapped up in one another, and I'm pretty sure that if I had not met him, I would have probably graduated college way sooner been in my field for much longer than I am and things would have probably worked out a lot differently now I'm not saying I regret meeting him because of course I don't and I don't regret having our son but I'm saying that me being in school graduating and starting my career was my main priority until I met him and then he kind of became my main priority if you are going to date in college Please be sure that you guys both understand that your main priority should be school. One, because school is expensive as hell, okay? Mm-hmm. And so who wanna be in college for 15 years and you're still trying to get your, you know, your bachelor's or something, mm-hmm. not I. Um, so make sure that your main priority is school. And then the relationship, of course, is always, possible to balance both a love life and a school life but it's not the easiest thing to be honest so if you're going to date in college which I'm sure everybody dates in college make sure that both of you guys understand that you should continue to push each other towards the school path even if that means that you guys have to take a little break from one another for a while just so you can achieve that don't tell people your plans I have heard so many stories about people telling their friends and their family, hey, I'm going to go to school for this, hey, I'm going to go to school for that. And then they put that mustard seed of doubt into your brain and then you fall to the wayside with your education. So I have learned to stop telling people my plans. I stopped telling people what I got going on. If it's not active or if I'm in the process of doing it, I don't say shit, okay? I don't say anything. I am no longer telling people what I have planned, what I have going on. Um, They're just going to have to see the fruit of my labor. And then they'll understand why I was moving the way I was moving. And, you know, why I was experiencing the kind of lifestyle I was experiencing. Everyone that is listening to you, everyone that has a listening ear, isn't everyone that has a pure heart and just because they want to hear what you have going on doesn't mean that they're actually listening to support you they could be listening to you know tear you down or talk bad about you or your dreams and deter you from you achieving your goals because they're not achieving the goals that they wish that they could have achieved remain hungry for education Every day is a learning experience. Literally every day I learn something new about myself, about my son, about my cat, about my husband, about life. I learn something every single day. Every day there's a new learning curve. The more you learn, the more you can pass on your knowledge to other people. So don't give up on your academic career because you have children. You know so many people make the excuse of oh I have a child so I can't go back to school. I have to support them. I have to to you know have time i don't have the energy i don't have this i don't have that they need this they need that trust me the more you pour into yourself the more you pour into your education the more you pour into your qualifications the more you are able to pour into your children i had to learn that the hard way Um, Both of my parents went to college, neither of them graduated, so it was really important for me to graduate from college and show my son that it's possible that although he was he was in the plan but on a different timeline, in my mind at least. I was able to achieve my goal of graduating college while having him. I wanted him to know that he did not hinder my dreams. I wanted him to know that he did not hinder my goals. I wanted him to know that he is the reason that I pushed myself so hard to graduate from college and continue my education because I wanted him to know that his mom as well as his dad are both super resilient, And we are going to let we're never going to let anything stop us from attaining our dream life for ourselves and for him. When you're in college and you're just starting out, take a few courses that may pique your interest, but you aren't too sure if it's something that you would be interested in in the long term. Take those courses just so that you can see what they're all about you would be surprised at the amount of uncertainty you have when you actually take a course that you had planned on taking, or you were like, hey, I wanna be a doctor, or hey, I wanna be um, a teacher. And you start taking those courses and you're like, This is not for me. Like, for example, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think about being a psychologist or a therapist. I never thought about that field for me for some reason. Something that I would actually be truly interested in until I realized that I have been a therapist my entire life i'm always in a listening ear for any and everyone that is around me and i'm really good at giving sound advice so it only made sense for me to go into that field but it never really dawned on me until my sweetheart said that he wanted to take some psychology courses and once i decided to take some psychology courses along with him i realized that that was the field for me so never doubt yourself, never doubt your ability to learn a new trade or a new trick or learn a new course. Don't be so heavy set on I want to be in this field because you may enter that field and you might freaking hate it. Like you might just be like, "Why did I do this to myself? I did all the schooling and I dread this this, you know, lifestyle." My dad always said that he was going to have a doctor and he was going to have a lawyer to carry on the gentle name. And I was supposed to be that lawyer. My sister, she's actually in the medical field. And although I did not go the lawyer route per se and actually fight in court and serve justice and defend people and all that good stuff, I still have a passion for law and to learn law. And it's more towards the business side of things i want to be more educated in what laws serve me and what laws i need to look out for as well as what laws i need to be educated in when it comes to my business so i may not be taking the law exam next week or be you know if need the lawyer but i will be getting a formal education in some sort of law so that i am well equipped to, to, to defend myself if the time ever came to defend me or my business don't let obstacles get in your way most people think regular life obstacles stop people from going to school but honestly a lot of people don't attend college because they think they can't afford it now I was one of the people I was like I don't know if I can afford all that like the courses that I'm taking now I'm like I don't know if I can afford it but baby we gonna make it work okay I know you hear a lot of people saying that saying it but there are so many scholarships that you can apply for that is I mean you know they're damn near just giving it away at this point um it's not impossible to get some type of help for funding for school. And the first thing you should do when you step into a college campus is speak with your academic advisor. So my advisor really made a difference in my academic career. When I attended school in LA, I did not know how to set up classes or do anything. So I struggled with everything when it came to school. You know, when you're in high school, you know, they give you your classes and you go to your class, they give you a schedule and they, you go on your way. When you in college, it's completely different. So make sure you speak with an academic advisor because they're the ones that's gonna help facilitate your course schedule and really just get you to your end goal which is graduating and knowing the material. It wasn't until I came to the school that I graduated from that I met an academic advisor, and he literally walked me through everything when it came to school. He was truly the missing link to graduating college, and he routed me and he rooted for me. Sorry, he rooted for me and my sweetheart. Even past graduation, I can go say him, uh, you know, see him tomorrow and be like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, you know, do you need me to help you with anything? That is how great he is. So make sure you reach out to your academic advisor so that they can give you what you need to succeed. There, you know, these are things that I felt people should have told, told me before going to college. People should have educated me about the do's and don'ts. People should have, you know, kind of helped me along the way but if I don't have anyone in my village that has that experience to be able to tell me like this is what you do this is what you do this is what you don't do then I can only do so much and so it's really important for me to be that kind of voice for my son when he enters college I was never an advocate for school um I was never against it but I know people have shit going on and you know they're like I have shit going on that prevents me from going to college so I never really pressed the issue however after graduating when I say it is one of the biggest accomplishments someone can achieve because it's not easy like it's not it's definitely not easy but there are ways to make it more manageable and these are my do's and don'ts of really making it more manageable for you i hope my tips and tricks do's and don'ts for making it to your college graduation sparks an interest in you to make it really makes you reconsider your college journey because if i knew this before i would have been done with school a long time ago i probably already had my doc- doctorate or been about to graduate with my doctorate so that is all for this episode thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of ifani be gentle podcast i wish you nothing but love and light and a trauma-free future as well as an educated one and i will catch you guys in my next episode besitos bye